Welcome back, listeners. On this episode, I spoke to production designer Liz Tunkel about her work on Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, one of this summer's most wonderful movies. What has been your response to the response to, I mean, it's just, I, I love getting on Twitter and seeing the different memes that people are placing Marcel in or putting his shoes on various little objects or creatures and I mean what's your reaction to that um you know it's pretty humbling it's it's like I think you know I wanted to be an artist so that I could be a part of something like this you know something that actually had a lot of like meaning for people so it's it's very rewarding and feels like you know, you know, being an artist and designer is like a really challenging path. So it's really um, not, no matter how hard you work, it's very rare that you get to be a part of something like this that means so much to people and that people like, you know, so many times you'll work on something um, that you believe in, but it might not be received in the public in the way that you feel it should. And so there's something that feels really like delicious about um, that all like really following through and happening. And, uh, and I just, I, yeah, I've always wanted to be a part of like social change and creating culture. And so it's, it's really powerful and wonderful. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it, but yeah, it's 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 pretty uh, yeah, I feel like I've been working a long time to feel like to get to this point with something and it feels really it feels just as good as I had hoped and that's nice. <laughs> For sure. And so, I mean, had you seen the short back in 2010? Yeah, so I actually knew Dean and Jenny before they made that short. Mm. Um, And, you know, I was living in New York at the time that they got together and Dean actually edited the thesis film I made at NYU. We both went to NYU. um, And I made this movie called Fashion Kills and Dean edited it and made it so much better. And I thought he was so brilliant and wonderful. And then we became friends. And then I ended up moving out to California to go to grad school at CalArts. And while I was there, that's when they made Marcel. And I saw it not because they sent it to me, but because someone else like in my design studio showed it to me. And I was so delighted by it and so proud of them that they had you know, made something so impactful. And I always, I always hoped that like I would somehow get to be a part of it because um, I'm really, I love things like that. Uh, I love stop motion. I mean, I remember something that was so uh, inspirational to me um, uh, was Wallace and Gromit and like a lot of the Ardman shorts and movies. And I remember like as a younger film student, I was always like, how can I like get an internship at Ardman or like work with those kind of people and learn how to do this? Um, and even like my brothers would make stop motion movies like when we were kids. Um, so it was something I was always really 
interested in. So it was, yeah, I, I was always hoping I'd get to somehow be involved. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, what was it like working with Dean? Um, well, I think Dean is really uh, inspiring because he is so meticulous and so like true to his vision. You know, I think I work with directors who have all come from all different like mindsets and sort of inspirations. And I feel like Dean is very holistic and has like a really good sense of like exactly what he wants in a lot of ways. Um, but there's still room for a lot of collaboration. But I think too, it was like, he was so close to this story. Like he had been working on it for so long and he was so determined to like preserve what he had created that, you know, they waited so many years to make this movie rather than like, you know, just taking the character and making a movie with like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> um, with Marcel as his sidekick. So I think like, there it was almost like you know handling like someone's precious newborn or maybe not newborn an older child that they just like had really like raised in this special unique way and I'm trying to like preserve that and also like expand upon it mm -hmm. yeah and I mean something that fascinated me while watching it and my main question about the movie is I mean how do you make something that's so small feel so large? Yeah, well, I think a lot of it just has to, you know, like on a technical level, like it has to do with scale. You know, I, um, I went to grad school for like theater design. So in like a theater design process, what you're often doing or what you, yeah, is um, creating a scale model. So like, say you're designing an opera that set and that's that that stage you would build all at like quarter inch or half inch scale and you'd have to make sure that everything in your model fully represented what you would see in real life but and and by doing that it had to the scale had to be completely accurate so for instance like we would never use fabric in our model because it's too thick so we would take like rice paper and paint it and make it be like, you know, a curtain. And so it's things like that, that I think when then you're like deep in Marcel's world, things feel, um, feel real to us because like, they're not, they're like, everything is balanced and in proportion. So that's something that definitely was like at the forefront of my mind working on it. Um, and then also just like, this is a little bit of a tangent, I guess, but um, just like taking things from our real world that like the shells could sort of like repurpose and reuse in a new way that would be like delightful to us, but also makes sense. Um, so those are like two of like our main like things in the back of our head when working on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, piggybacking off of that, I mean, was there something when creating the shells world, like, was there something that you didn't expect that would become a part of the world? Like take the tennis ball, for instance, being their like main form of 
fast travel, I guess you could say. Was there something that you just found during the process of um, designing that you were just like, oh, well, that could work? Hmm. I don't know. You know, a lot of like the kind of like modes of transportation were already in the script. Like that was something that Dean and Jenny and their co-writer Nick Paley had thought a lot about was just like how Marcel would traverse space. Um, so a lot of things like the idea was there and then it was sort of troubleshooting how they would actually work. Um, but in terms of like, a surprise object not so much it was almost more that it was like more surprising what didn't work like some of the things you would think automatically would like look really cute next to Marcel or make sense it would almost be too much um it would be like too twee or like too designed and it was really important that it felt very functional so a lot of times it was like a lot of the spaces we would almost have more stuff in there initially and then pull stuff out and be like actually it just needs like three items so i mm -hmm. i yeah and i mean what was the biggest challenge that you faced on this particular project i guess just you know resources like time and money and people like we we really did this like as a labor of love project so you know typically on a movie like this we would have had a lot more time and a lot more people and uh so just when when things wouldn't like for instance the tennis ball was like a whole process of figuring out how to make that work and you know, then we had to bring in an outside person to help make it happen, things like that. So um, I guess it was just overall, just like we all wanted to make it as good as it could be. And also like Dean was very certain of his vision on a lot of these things. So it wasn't like, oh, okay, that one sort of works. Like, let's just shoot it. It was like, no, we're going to like push that shot a week so we can figure out how to make it look as good as possible, um, which was cool. Like, I think sometimes on projects, there isn't that type of latitude of let's move something till we get it right. And, and that was sort of one of the blessings of that this project didn't really have actors or things like that. Like we had the scheduling constraints of like Leslie Stahl and like also certain locations we had to go shoot on certain days. But um, for the most part, like there was a little bit more freedom to like adjust if, some, if we weren't ready for something, um, which allowed on this budget for us to figure some things out. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Um... And I mean, what is like, what is a design that you're most proud of from this particular project? Um, I really love Nana Connie's bedroom, the jewelry box she lives in. Uh, that was a really fun space to design and uh, just to think about sort of like these like old objects that, you know, we, we kind of like in our design process and also in Dean's process, working with the actors, like talked a lot about this, the like history of the house that Marcel lives in and whose it was and 
how it came to be. And, and what we had sort of settled on was that Rosa Salazar's character, that her grandma, this was her home that she raised her children in. And then when she passed on, she gave it, she left it to Rosa. And so that allowed us to like have a lot of like objects from different time periods in the home. And I like the idea that this space that Nana Connie sleeps in, like has like relics of Rosa's grandmother and like maybe not the most important things, like the things that Rosa would take with her when she left the house, but like, you know, some old pills and like a makeup compact and things like that. And so that was, I, I like, love thinking about things like that and it was exciting for me to kind of play in that world and I like that it is kind of like a more feminine space than a lot of the other spaces in the movie um and yeah it was it was fun Mm -hmm. and sort of a two-pronged question I mean what's something that you take away from this film and what do you ultimately hope that audiences take away from the film um something that it makes me think a lot about and that like I really loved in terms of working on it is just how it gets us to sort of tune into the world around us in a different way and sort of like take a moment to like look at like forgotten space or forgotten things around us like I like that we spend so much time in the movie and like areas of a home that we would never really see in a movie or probably don't pay attention to in our everyday lives like you know dusty windowsills and like a spider web and like a corner of a room or like a cabinet um and I think that's really like that I think that's why it feels like a little bit of like a deep sigh or something watching the movie is that it's like oh like let me take a minute to tune into the world around me Um, And I like how that also just relates to like, not only like Marcel and his peers, but also to like animals, like bugs. Like I love that this movie, I'm a huge like animal lover. And like, I love that this movie like celebrates bugs and like squirrels and like all these kind of like creatures that are sort of like get less attention and less accolades. Um, And I think that's, that's really beautiful. Um, and I think it'd, it'd be so like, you know, even as an adult, but like as a child to watch a movie like Marcel and be like, oh my gosh, like there could be a Marcel living in my home. You know, it's sort of like my neighbor Totoro or something like there could be a Totoro in the forest that like I could go play with. Um, and I think that that's really delightful. Yeah. Now it kind of, as you're just saying all of this, it kind of Maybe the reason I love it so much is because it remind it's now reminding me of like Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Toy Story was my favorite movie growing up. And so it's like, oh, there could be toys just running around my bedroom and like, who knows? Like, and so there could just be a Marcel at someone's empty abandoned home. So I, yeah. I, I think that's, I don't know well, why I'm having that sort of like realization, but maybe that is why it sort of clicked all for me yeah well I think it sort of like unlocks like your world a little bit and you're like oh wow there is like more possibility like it's so easy to get 
like stuck in like, you know, this is my life, this is my everyday, this is my routine. But something like this or Toy Story sort of just like, oh, wow, like there could be, there's so much more going on in the world than we ever could have the bandwidth or ability to notice. And I think that's sort of comforting, you know, like the world isn't like totally like controllable, especially as like a big human. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, so coming up for you, you have Emily the criminal. Um, and I mean, what else is on the horizon for you? Um, well, I'm actually going to Europe in like a couple weeks to do a magic show that I'm, you know, that a one woman magic show that I wrote, directed, and I'm in. Um, that's all about animals called Magic for Animals uh, that, you know, sort of focuses on the way that, you know, we as humans treat animals and how we can sort of look at that to reflect on how we treat each other. Um, and I'm really excited to do that. I'm doing that in Denmark um, at a performance festival. And then I'm hoping to continue developing it and tour it in like 2024. Um, so that's exciting. And then I'm sort of, yeah, because I, I, I basically spend my time between designing and then creating my own work. So I also have a feature that I'm writing that I want to direct. Um, and, you know, reading scripts, taking meetings, figuring out what I want to design next, uh, but being very intentional about that um, because it is such uh, an in-depth process. Yeah, a true labor of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening this episode was edited and produced by me jackson vickery graphics were done by dylan michael and the opening and closing theme were done by sterling gavinsky